Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 99 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all earn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe on your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Night Squad 2, Super Meat Boy Forever, and MLB The Show 21, which is also on Xbox Game Pass. The games coming out this week include Borderlands 3 Director's Cut, Smelter, MotoGP 21, World Splitter, Angels of Death, Battle Axe, Near Replicant Version 1.22474487139... My god. Moon Raider, The Skylia Prophecy, Dungeons and Gravestone, and Venter, Little Mouse's Encyclopedia, and Dead Dust. Now onto last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, see if the season two release date, time, plunder pass, and more. Pratik Jane at talkesport.com writes. Rare is all set to release the second season update for the Sea of Thieves on April 15th, and with it comes loads of new content, events, and treasures to plunder. At the start of the year, Rare switched the Sea of Thieves monthly update model to introduce seasonal content, with emphasis on bringing in loads of new content through the use of seasonal progression, a plunder pass, new events, and much more every three months. With season one coming to an end this week, the next season is finally coming along. Each new season comes with a new plunder pass. Each plunder pass has 100 progression levels in both a free and paid track. Each level will unlock new stuff such as character and ship cosmetics, pirate legends, and a new series of pirate trials. Players are tasked to increase their renown level throughout the season to unlock more plunder pass levels. The plunder pass will cost 999 ancient coins, around US 999, and will be available in the Pirate Emporium. Rare promises around $40 of loot in the premium pass, with 11 premium items available. Rare is being very secretive about the Season 2 update so far. Other than a teaser trailer, Rail has revealed nothing. So stay tuned, we'll update the article with more information as we get some more news. Sea of Thieves continues to bring in millions of new players and keeping a concurrent base really high on Steam. It has surprised me, but I'm glad to see Rare continuing to support it. Maybe if I had a consistent pirate crew, I'd get into it myself. Number 2. Wasteland 3 The Battle of Steeltown DLC launches for Xbox consoles and PC in June. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Exile Entertainment has revealed Wasteland 3's first major expansion. The Battle of Steeltown DLC brings more squad-paced action to the RPG and launches on June 3rd for both consoles and PC. The Battle of Steeltown adds new locations, quests, and gear to Wasteland 3. Steeltown is a manufacturing hub for Colorado, which keeps the Patriarch in power by manufacturing trucks, armor, weapons, and robots. However, deliveries from Steeltown have suddenly stopped and the Patriarch sends in the Rangers to investigate. When they arrive, they find Steeltown on the brink of destruction, workers are striking, and the bandits are running amok. The Rangers are tasked with finding out what's happened and saving Steeltown from destruction. The Battle of Steeltown adds new enemies, weapons, armor, and work map encounters. There are also a few new combat mechanics to get grips with, such as devastating telegraphed attacks, stacking status effects, elemental shields, and non-lethal weapons. For those returning to the game, combat and gear scaling will be applied to provide a level-appropriate challenge when entering Steeltown. Especially with Exile being brought into the fold of the Xbox Game Studios and the first party, I do need to give Wasteland and the series a chance. I'm usually not a fan of top-down RPGs, but it can't hurt to try. Number 3, Ubisoft Forward E3 2021 Conference announced. Matt Perslow at IGN writes, 
Ubisoft has announced Ubisoft Forward, its summer digital conference that is part of E3 2021. The digital conference will take place on Saturday, June 12th, starting at 12 p.m. Pacific. Currently, no other details have been provided. Naturally, all the biggest surprises will be held back until the show itself. Short little news bite, but mark your calendars now. So excited to see this on a weekend and that E3 is going to be properly brought back this year, it sounds like, with all the major partners in play. I love shutting down for the weekend, eating garbage food, and watching nothing but video game press conferences. Number 4. Resident Evil Village gets new trailer and details on demo and mercenaries mode. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, Capcom's Resident Evil Village gave us a lot of new Resident Evil Village info, including a new trailer, details of the upcoming free demo, and confirmation that the mercenaries mode will return. Along with a new trailer that gave glimpses of Chris Redfield, an underground area, and some sort of water monster, Capcom also confirmed that beloved fast-paced action-packed extra game mode, The Mercenaries, will be available after you complete the main game in Resident Evil Village. Quote, The Mercenaries has one simple rule, reach the goal before the time runs out, but to do that you need to defeat enemies in each area. The better you do, the higher your score, end quote. The showcase also gave us details on a free upcoming demo which arrives on all platforms on May 1st and gives you 60 minutes to try out the village and castle areas of the game. The demo will be available for 24 hours starting on May 1st at 8pm Eastern and ending on May 2nd. Capcom also announced early 30 minute demos for PlayStation players on April 18th and the 25th. Resident Evil Village is just weeks away now and launches for Series X and S and Xbox One on May 7th. As I'm currently in the process of a big move, I can't believe I won't be able to play this game at launch. The Resident Evil games are one of my favorite franchises of all time. I'll have to wait on this game a bit, but even if I wasn't, I don't think I'd play the demo at this point. I've seen all that I need to, I just want to get my hands on the game. Number 5. The Mass Effect Trilogy Remaster comes with a fun photo mode. Cass Marshall at Polygon writes, The Mass Effect Trilogy takes players in a wide variety of sunny locations from icy mountains to vast alien civilizations. Now Shepard can stop and smell the roses a little more because the upcoming remaster of the game, Mass Effect Legendary Edition, will include a photo mode. Mac Walters, the project director for the Mass Effect Legendary Edition release, shared the feature with a tweet. The example image shows the beloved companion Garrus on the planet of Ontarum. An additional tweet by technical design director Brennan Holmes confirmed that all three games on all platforms will contain photo mode, meaning the players can stop and snap away at most points in the game. You can't stop a cutscene to take photos, unfortunately, as the feature only works when the player is able to hit pause. I cannot wait to sink 100 plus hours into the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Mass Effect 2 is one of my top 3 favorite games of all time, and photo mode just makes it that much sweeter. Number 6. Hitman developer opens new studio to work on Hitman, Project 007, and an unannounced game. Jordan Allman at IGN writes, Hitman series developer IO Interactive has opened a new Barcelona studio which will work on Hitman, Project 007, and an unannounced new IP. Revealed in a blog post on the IO website, IO Barcelona will be the company's third studio after IO Copenhagen in Denmark and IO Malmo in Sweden. IO Barcelona will work on all of IO's going-going projects. Quote, all three of the IO Interactive studios are treated as elite studios and will each make a significant impact to ongoing development and publishing efforts across all projects. End quote reads a press release. The Spanish studio will be located in the center of Barcelona and hopes to establish a studio culture that will attract top talent from around the world. The blog post also comments broadly on the studio's future projects, with more to come from the Hitman universe developing and publishing the first James Bond original story and a brand new IP in active development. The future for IO Interactive is exciting as it has ever been. Another series in Hitman that everyone loves around the world, I just have never given it a chance. I used to love the 007 games back in the day, so I'm excited to see what they can do with the license. 
time will tell, and hopefully we see something from it by next year. And number 7, Warframe for Xbox Series X and S available now. Tom West at True Achievements writes, You can now play an optimized version of Warframe for Xbox Series X and S, bringing 4K60, a new audio system, crossplay, and more. Warframe has been playable for 8 years and support for the game continues as strong as ever. Now you can experience the popular online game at 60 frames per second, with resolutions up to 4K when you download the latest Xbox Series X and S optimized version of the game, loading times will also be improved as with any optimized game. Don't worry about not being able to play with your friends who are staying with the Xbox One version, as cross-generation play is supported. Along with the visual improvements, audio has also been upgraded. The new Impulse Response Reverb system enables greater richness within the Warframe universe. It allows the game to have more detail, greater sonic depth, and a large variety of spaces, all while shrinking the audio file sizes. Warframe for Xbox Series X and S can be downloaded now, and you can experience a new questline to make the most of the improvements. Warframe is just one of those games that if I had more time in the day, I think I would absolutely get into. I tried it and really liked the gameplay, but the systems and everything involved with trying to learn the game just overwhelmed me and I never came back to it. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about Xbox Game Pass and the Alexa. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, You can now ask Alexa to download Xbox Game Pass games. Amazon is now allowing Xbox owners to download Xbox Game Pass games using Alexa. The feature doesn't require Alexa users to immediately install a skill, and it can be evoked by saying Alexa, download game from Xbox Game Pass. If you've already linked Alexa to your Xbox, then the digital assistant will find the game and install it to the linked Xbox automatically. You can now also ask Alexa what's new or popular on Xbox Game Pass and even find out what's leaving the service soon. If you haven't already linked Alexa to an Xbox, then you'll be prompted to set up the link when you attempt to download a game with your voice for the first time. This will require the Xbox skill to be installed through the Alexa app. Really cool to see more functionality coming to this Alexa and the Xbox. I just love that they give options for all these systems to interact. And personally, I just use the Alexa to turn on my Hue Sync lights, which attached to my Xbox and I love very much. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service. Please leave a review, tell your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, as I'm continuing to move, I really haven't had any time to play games. I popped into a few touch-enabled cloud games on my phone just to see how they would work, and I'm surprised how well that system still works. My name is Brian Rosa, you can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.